Hello once again, people. I'm Kefiri. I'm Crystal. And this is The Read, episode eight. I'm going to stop doing the number thing because I'm going to forget. Yeah, I was about to say, um... I don't actually know what episode number on. But anyway, how are you, I'm pretty sure it's eight, but whatever. I'm okay. Good. And how are you? Feeling fantastic. Having one hell of a week as an American. Just. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Let's just, let's just get right. Let's Let's talk about that at the end. Yeah. Let's just get right into everything. Okay. (laughs) So let's do our gossip shit. First of all, everyone was very eager to hear what we have to say about Iyanla and DMX. Mm. Did you see it? Oh, my God. Yes, I did see that. Um, And I really honestly, like all jokes aside, wish I hadn't. Because that was some of the saddest shit I have ever seen in my whole life. First of all, are all Iyanla's show, are, is each episode... Uh, is each episode like the length of a movie? No. Because it was like an hour and a half Yeah, long. this was like the season premiere, so they were hyping it up because everybody knows DMX crazier than Catch It. And so it was like supposed to be like an unreal episode. It was an hour and a half long and I was depressed five minutes in. Right. Like you get depressed as soon as the shit starts and you're not over it until you wake up the next day. Like you go to bed sad looking at DMX and his crazy ass mind. Like it was like it was like you could see him switching back and forth between somebody who has some goddamn sense right. and somebody who was addicted to Exactly. Crack. It was really like I, I mean, had all of these jokes up in my mind and all of these jokes that I had prepared to like completely go in and go the fuck off so on DMX. So but rude. then like five minutes into it, I was just like, you know what? This is so goddamn depressing that I just can't. Like right. I can't do it. Like, I mean, I, I could, but I just it's so sad that I don't even really want to. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I don't really know. He straight up told his son he was not going to get clean. Right. In order for them to have a relationship. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't really feel like being in my feelings right now. Iana, goddammit. So I'm just cut this shit off. Right. That was like probably the craziest part. I like how it kind of was fashioned, like the format of it, right. like a scandal episode. Because the end was really <laughs> like the oh shit. Like I wanted to see what was gonna happen with DMX and his son and, and Tashira or whatever his wife's name is the next right. week. But then I'm like, oh no, I guess it's Sheree or whatever. Because he smooth told his son and his and they had like this warm moment. Iyanla was putting up with all of his shit. Right. And she was like, you know what, I wanna go Brooklyn on this nigga so bad, but you know what? I'm here on Oprah's network and I'm supposed to be classy and I'm supposed to be inspirational so I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna shut up but you could see that she wanted to to bring the BK out okay but she was like on my show I guess I'll shut up so it was was a lot it was a lot it was a lot and I'm not even that big of a fan of Yonla nor I mean and ever since DMX just got on drugs I haven't really even been paying attention to him so it was just a lot for me I haven't really been paying attention to DMX since Romeo must die until just now, I forgot that movie even existed, so I guess I haven't either. Right. So, Jeez. or Belly, whichever one came out last. <laughs> so, I don't know. But I the fact that. that he really, like, said he had this warm moment with his son, who you can see that they were both really fucked up in terms of the relationship that they share or did not share. Right. And, like, they really seemed to be coming together and understanding each other. His son played that weird-ass Starbucks music for him. And it was just, like, a really sweet, uh, sweet moment. And then... When Xavier, the son, is like, you know, so I'm looking for this relationship and, you know, you just need to get clean. DMX is smooth like, what do you mean? Like, that's exactly, like he said, what do you mean? Like, why would I do that? Like, I mean, I need for you to not smoke crack. Like, I need for all the cocaine right. to come up out your body. I need the crack to be gone, the shrooms, whatever <laughs> else it is that you're doing. I need for it to stop so that we can try and have all a relationship. All the drugs that you found at Amanda Bynes' house. And right. you just stop doing all of them. So, DMX was like, but no. Right, but I mean, you you the homie or whatever but nigga right. don't go too far like I guess I fucks with you or whatever right. but I mean you the nigga but nigga and he tried to mask it as being like you know oh well if you're gonna put demands on what this is which is a typical nigga thing right and I mean, then, it's just even worse, you know, coming from somebody's own father. Right. I, just, I found the whole thing very. I was gonna pathetic. say, like, I expect that kind of of comment to come out of a guy's mouth towards like his baby mama, right, or something. But like your son, Jesus, right? Like, ugh. Whew. 
Uh-oh. I don't know. That was just really rough, and it made it hurt my heart. And I hope that DMX can get a detox. Can't you just throw crackheads in like a cell for like ninety days and just like throw they might food and die? Water? Really? They might kill themselves. Oh well, I mean, withdrawals but, some crazy shit. Really? Because mm-hmm. I've always been like. I, every time I hear about somebody being that strong out, I'm like, why can't we just lock them up somewhere and just give them food and water every day? They'll get sick. Oh, well, fuck it. Then. I don't know exactly what you do in detox to get them together. I'm sure that's rough, too. But from Maybe what I know. Maybe they give them drugs that helps their body. Yeah, yeah. like, I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Well, I just hope DMX yeah, gets it together. Really sad. It's funny that you mentioned Amanda Bynes, though, because that was the other thing everybody wanted us to talk about. Oh, um, I just... I feel a similar way about Amanda Bynes as I do about DMX. Like, somehow, somewhere, for some reason, these niggas just lost their way. Like, I don't even... Amanda Bynes really puzzles me. Because, I, I mean, for years I have known in the back of my head DMX was crazy. DMX does not make sane man music, so... Right. But Amanda Bynes, come on now, this is like... Amanda, please, all that. Right, like a little old cute Amanda Bynes. How is she looking like this? How does she like like derail from the tracks so late in her career? Because typically when child stars, like with child stars, if they're going to be fucked up, like they usually get into like the hard drugs right. at a smooth like 16, 17 right. years old. Right, they're like late teens, early 20s and, and out there. And like all Like Lindsay Lohan up. was just fucked up like right, right after Mean Girls. So, right. Lindsay Lohan, you could see the direction that she was going yeah. in when she was dating um, Aaron Carter. Do you remember him? I do remember him. And I her thought you were going to say Duff. Samantha Ronson. Remember when Lindsay just swore? Oh, no, she was already lesbian? trash at that point. Woo. And she was talking about how she was going to convert to convert to Judaism. or Ju- uh, She was going to be Jewish. Okay. However you say that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so all of those kids, you know, they were, you could see even with Miley Cyrus. But Amanda Bynes is like... I don't even... How old is she? Too old for this shit. I don't know. She's got to be older than me. She looks like somebody took a flamethrower to a Barbie and just... That's exactly what she looks like. She looks like a Barbie that's in the middle of melting from the wig on down. Like a rotisserie Barbie. She looks like melted plastic. Like, Jesus, touch her. I really do, again, want to... There's so many jokes in my head, but I feel bad because there's, like, something literally wrong with her. She uploaded this video, I guess, this past weekend, and it was just, like, a video of her with this disheveled wig, like, swooped off to one side and these piercings in her cheeks, and she's, like, sucking on a Sour Patch Kid. Yeah, I saw that. And just, like, bopping in the mirror like she was in, like, the Beat Me 911 video. Do you know how stupid I felt at the end of that video? I was just, like, I really just sat here and and watched watched a well white woman on a myriad of drugs suck on a piece of candy and bop around in the mirror that's my life right now as an american right and i said this is why we like number 32 in the galaxy this is why we ain't number one and we ain't gonna be number one because this is the type of shit we look at i don't know what's going on with the man's at part of me wants to just feel like this is some adventure that she's going on for some movie that she's going to put out and it's not really seriously happening you know what i think these young white stars in their 20s who want to start experimenting with drugs should really take notes from justin timberlake because justin timberlake has admitted that he has tried pretty much everything under the sun and has just been completely blazed at a lot of really major events and yet for years nobody would have thought justin timberlake was on crack or out of his damn mind he found a way to do that shit like real sexily. And so, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and so I think all the other. Wait a minute. <laughs> he found a way to do it real sexily. Real sexily. So I think okay. everybody else ought to take heat and follow Justin's direction. Well, he doesn't. I don't think he's like doing any. He definitely still smokes marijuana. Well, yeah. Which, what you is can, the problem? Like, right. I don't. I mean, I don't even. When I'm talking about drugs, let, just, let me just tell you, I assume absolutely everybody in the entertainment industry is on marijuana. That's and like if you're saying not, they why? breathe air and drink water. They are doing marijuana. At so the that's very a, least. So that's a given. Yes. I'm, when I say drugs, I mean other shit that ain't weed. I just call everything besides weed, I just call it uh, white girl. Yeah. 
Because that's pretty much what I mean. Right. It's either white, it's either the color white, or it was made by somebody white. Right. It's it's something that white people introduced to us that we didn't wasn't never supposed to like fuck Molly, with. Like Molly, that all of you niggas are all rapping Molly. about and talking about and stuff. That is just a form of like ecstasy or like a pure and you know where and that shit came from. White boys been on that since like the eighties. Probably the goddamn thirties. <laughs> White people are the ones who are introducing niggas to all of these crazy drugs and Just making like new they shit. they introduced all the, <laughs> the uh, Indians to all their European-ass diseases. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> <laughs> let's just go ahead and cut it but you know what the funny thing is you made a comment once about how white people need to some some uh sometimes stop calling their black friends yeah you know amanda Bynes used to date kid cuddy oh and i know kid cuddy on a myriad of drugs as well look and he just the type of black boy that would turn a sweet girl like Amanda Bynes into something that's into more like a little kid. trash. That's white parents. That's a, a, one of like the number one reasons why some white parents don't want their daughters dating black men and vice versa. Yeah. Because they always think that what's going to happen is you're going to turn into trash. Mm-hmm. And Amanda Bynes is like, and you know her parents are like distraught over this. Because the Kardashians, for whatever reason, one day um, last week, I think, were hosting Chelsea Lately show. Mm-hmm. Like they all took over it like okay what right that's an issue in itself but they were on there and kim was saying how much she loved amanda's new makeover of course your dumbass would say of some course shit she like is. that and so of amanda's parents like were writing into uh, magazines and tmz and whoever and saying they really felt like that was horrible for her to say and that it's like enabling and they just want for her daughter to get help and they can't get help for her and all this kind of shit so i don't know Okay, Amanda Bynes, just, girl, don't kill yourself, I guess. Yeah, just please be safe, girl. She thinks there's nothing wrong with her, but... Pills on pills on pills. You're in my prayers, Amanda. I think you're fantastic. Let's talk about Drake. Oh, I love Drake. Do you? Uh, I kind of do. I have my moments with Drake. I really do go back and forth. Okay, well, I kind of feel the same way. Because she's just so talented right like she's just so good but sometimes you just want to punch her just exactly because you know what, the taint you know what drake's thing is he's just really corny like yeah. he's so so corny you remember that nigga in high school who was like a freshman who was just trying to have nothing but senior friends i know exactly where this is going that's what Drake reminds me of. Right. So, anyway. He kind of reminds me of when you start dating a guy who's, like, really sweet. And at first, it's like, oh, my God, this is so cute. And then sometimes he's a little corny. And you're like, this is really cute still, but not as cute. And then sometimes he crosses the line. And you're just like, this nigga got to go. <laughs> right. That's what Drake reminds me of. Absolutely. Like, the guy you first start dating. Right. And it doesn't help that his face is, like, not finished. Right. It just is so... Like it looked like pallid. Drake's face looks like God would, like made a mistake and then he was trying to erase it and somebody called him to do something in the middle of him erasing it. Did you just say? And then, and then he forgot to get back to it. So God just smudged Drake and then sent him Like on God down. like bumped into somebody <laughs> or somebody bumped into him and we he kind of just so like. off topic. What did Drake Yeah, anyway, do? I'm so sorry. I, it just bothers me. Anyway, so he did an interview um with Elliot Wilson I think last week okay and he said uh they asked him about Chris Brown because you know him and Chris Brown yeah and they had the fight or whatever those Mm -hmm. light-skinned niggas you know they're emotional but anyway they are they asked him about Chris Brown and that whole beef thing and he said that he I guess he wants for people to stop asking Chris in interviews about Drake because he feels like Chris is insecure and he said his his insecurities are the fact that I make better music than him, that I'm more popping than him, and that at one point in life, the woman that he loves fell into my lap. Oh, wow. And then he's like, I did what a real nigga would do, and I treated her with respect. <laughs> but you just said that she fell into your lap. That's kind of disrespectful. I mean, it's kind of disrespectful, but considering that Chris, like, molly Rihanna in the eye, I think Drake wins the battle on respect. On um, respecting Rihanna, anyway. This time. Okay, I can. I guess I can see what you mean. But that was, like, I guess that was his you know comment. What? I let Drake swim in his feelings because, honestly, when I sit down and think about it, I would prefer a man like Drake 
over, you know, somebody the exact opposite, somebody who was just like so crazy and never talked and never let you know when something was wrong because people who can't communicate can't be in decent relationships. No, I really do like the fact that Drake is like the single male artist or in hip hop anyway, right. who was like, well, you know what? That bitch did not. I messaged me back and it's been six whole minutes and I feel a certain kind of way about it. my feelings are hurt. Like, yes, I'm girl. very hurt. This is fucked up my whole and day. And she turned off her red receipt. So now I don't know when she's read it and I'm offended. I feel disgusted right now. Because men do have those feelings. They, they do, just do. And they not, don't want to admit it. They don't want the girls in the bottoms to know. But damn it, we know. Drake told us. And the funny thing is that Drake, like, I mean, I think that a lot of women actually like a man who at some point is, a, a, you know, willing to admit that, right. saying, you know, own right. up to your emotions. Right. You like, yeah, I mean? girl, I saw, you know, niggas saying stuff on your Instagram and I didn't really like it. I did. I kind of had a problem with that. It like, might have just hurt my feelings. So I didn't like that. That smiley face you sent that nigga. That kind of hurt me. Exactly. I, I mean, I appreciate you. I got to log on to my damn Instagram and be in following and see this bullshit, bitch. No. Okay, so my eyes did get a little yeah. watery, yeah. and I'm like, I'm just going to come out and say it. Yeah. That's probably one of the main reasons that Drake gets pussy besides sure the fact that is. he's rich. Because he says, sometimes, girl, I do want to go through your phone. Like, I wish you would just let me go through your text messages. I want to see your DMs. Right. Drake just comes out and says it. And yes, ladies really do appreciate it, like 93% of the time. Anyway, that's why so. Drake's winning. Even with this "Girls Love Beyonce" song, which at first I was just going to bring that up. Oh my god, I can read your mind. We have that connection. We do, but I hate the song. Really? Yes. I felt the exact same way when I very first heard it, and then I kept listening because I I'm like that with a lot of music. Me too. Sometimes, very rarely do I hear a song for the first time and think, "Yes, I love it." So. I listened to it again, and I was like, this is not so bad. I think, I really think James saves it, but... Um, yeah, he's amazing. He is just so, But so that's talented. the part that I hate the most, actually. Well, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. It's slowly growing on me. And you know what? When I first listened to it, before I even listened to it, actually, and I realized that the song was called Girls Love Beyonce. Yeah. I, I was immediately was no like, oh, shit. Well, he has another song that came out the same night, I think, called No New Friends. Oh, okay. Well, there I go. <laughs> but when I saw the title of it, I was like, look at this nigga coming over here to snatch Beyonce's <laughs> SEO. <Right>. Like... <laughs> You already know if you put Beyonce in a song title, automatically every woman is going to click the link. Like, right. And because Beyonce has not released a song yet, which we'll talk about later. Right. When someone types in like new Beyonce song right. or a new song Beyonce or Beyonce. That's going to be a top It's in. going to be right there at the top. I know all the bloggers were like, thank you. God, <laughs> like I know this beyond. I know 2013 thus far has got to be a really great year financially for bloggers because Beyonce has kept y'all on the tip just of our paid. toes. Just let's not get off topic. Yes, back so, Drake. The thing we you know when I listened to it at first, I hated it okay. right off, right there. But I decided to listen to it again because I do like Drake, and a lot of people were saying that they like this song. So when I went back and listened to it again, I was like, you know, the verses and the beat aren't bad, but I just hate the fact that they're singing, they're singing Say My Name in the hook. Yeah, I I think that was the part that I disliked the most um, at first. And he loves doing that. Drake loves singing an old 90s R&B girl group song. And I, I mean, I, I, I agree. I loathed it initially, but I think now I'm really... Like, I really think I'm, it's growing on me. I Imagine, like, like, a song just randomly coming out and Drake is like, you can buy a hair for one girl. You can okay. fix your nose if you say so. No. You can buy all the makeup the to, man can make. You didn't have to go this but far. It, like, imagine. It's just weird. <laughs> like, anyway. I mean, but I think it's not, again, but this ties into what we said earlier. I think ladies like to hear men occasionally say, you know what? I mean, I, I'm jealous. I don't know what you're doing. I'm insecure well, Why don't you just it? write your own damn way of saying that instead of singing the hook to say my name? It's I, just strange I like to it. me. I like it. A lot of people do like it, so fine. Whatever. I'll let y'all Well, I'm it. on their team. <laughs> Speaking of Beyonce, again. 
Oh, God. You don't always have, like, a Beyonce moment. I just, I know, but I'm kind of dreading this because uh, I have some things to say, so. Well, before we get to what I know you're talking about. Okay. I will say uh, congratulations to Beyonce and Jay-Z because they're now officially, as a couple, billionaires. Really? Yes. Apparently, Jay and Beyonce have racked up so many new coins, and they are now both worth $1 billion. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? I'm going to have to look that up. I did not I did not realize that. I, yeah, that I knew just about came their, out. Um, they're both in the time top 100 most interesting people, right. um, which is great. But I did not know that about... I'm going to have to look at that on the internet. So. Right. I think it has a lot to do with um, Beyonce's H&M and Pepsi Oh, campaigns. maybe their net worth combined. Right. Okay. And you know, Jay-Z just... Oh, he just started his own like sports agency. Right. I don't know. Whatever. But they're filthy fucking rich and we didn't really Either way. Either to... way. It doesn't it doesn't even like whether they're billionaires or not, they still have plenty of plenty of money. There's there's no concern. Like I would just like to rub their front door <laughs> so that some of the money can just be like a residue in my hand. Like there has to be some kind of like compensation, something I can get. I can't, no. If I just rub their door. Anyway. <laughs> let's talk about Beyonce. Let's talk about the Mrs. Carter show, which just started. Okay. I actually have not been looking at many of the pictures. I have, no, like, I just, of course, they're all on Instagram and Twitter and everything, so I didn't really have a choice but to see some of these pictures. Right. And, I mean, she didn't come here till August. So right. it was like, what was I supposed to do? But I really didn't want to see them. I... I wasn't. I I kind of felt that way. Like I didn't want to spoil this show, and right. I haven't watched any video. Me clips. neither. I have avoided those, but I've seen pictures. Um, and I just I think she looks stunning. I think maybe my best, one of my your favorite most yeah one of the just the best things I can say is that Beyonce looks fucking amazing. Oh, okay, like the hair, the body. The, Did you see that dress with like the little crystal nipples on them? I did. Now, see... That was so out of here. I I mean, I have to admit, I did not like that at all. You didn't? Why? I think they look... I think it looks so ridiculous. Like, almost cartoonish. Like, I'm not offended by it. I'm not like, oh, Beyonce, that's so risque. Mm. I just think it looks so gross. Like, it's just <laughs> weird. So, that's... I No, I'm sorry. I did it caught me off like guard when I first looked at mm. it, but I got into it. I thought that it was cute. She, I think it's probably good. Maybe, because, again, it was just a picture. Maybe when she's, like, prancing around and dancing in it, then I might feel different. I don't know. I didn't care for it, though, so... <laughs> Well, but one, she looks like her body's amazing. Well, yeah. she is in fantastic shape. We evidently. knew we knew the fuck out of that. <laughs> but one big shocker was that we had expected that she would be at <clears throat> least here with a new single by the time the tour started. Right. And so, not only has no single come out, but reports from the two countries she's performed in thus far indicate that no new music is being performed during the show either so it seems like it's pretty much just more like a tour that should have happened had she not been pregnant um perhaps um like a four tour. and i have to say i don't know about beyonce on this one like because here's the thing we know that she's releasing an album this year right. and so and I think it's safe to say that that album is going to come out sometime while she's on this tour. I agree. And so I think she may have made a misstep because if an album comes out during the tour, people who purchase tickets are going to expect to hear that album on the tour. Right. So if the album doesn't come out until the tour, tour is over, there's really nothing to say because she didn't say an album was coming out before the tour. Right. So... But if the album does come out during the tour, then she has the problem of pissing off fans who... Either pissing off everyone because you didn't perform any new music or performing new music and pissing off the people, the people who, who didn't, didn't see get, it. Right. right. You're going to piss off people either way you go. And I can't say that I blame them at all. Right. What are you going to say? Is, I'm right. This is the type of situation like I'm not. I love Beyonce, of course, but I'm not so crazy about her that I'd be like, oh, she can do no wrong. Like this is a situation where... I don't know. Like, she is kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place on this one. There's no way that some, there's no way that you're not going to piss a large group of people right. off unless you don't release this album until 
after the tour and people will still be pissed that you waited so long to release the album right. so it's kind of like at this point people are gonna be pissed Beyonce yeah, it doesn't matter what you do really Beyonce this is too far gone so well I, my you know I, I honestly do think that what she's going to do is release this album sometime during this tour and I think that the European group is not going to get the new music, but the Americans are, or at least a big chunk of the American dates will. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm going to get to see her perform new music. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I will. So I'm going to get my life. And even if she came over here and she did just did a whole bunch of old songs, I'd still, it's fucking Beyonce. I'm going to get my life. Right. Like, it's it's worth it no matter what because she puts on an amazing show. So. Right. But But I, I can hate. completely understand, you know, if that's what she does, then she's probably gonna have to do something special for the Europeans, mm. like send them a free album or something. I don't know. She could just do <laughs> something to make it up because it'll be everybody pissed. a life size Beyonce cut out that something, plays something. like plays her music videos in the little crystallized nipples. <laughs> Something like extra special. I don't know what she's going to do. She seems Beyonce, stuck in some shit this time. I love you so dearly, girl. And I hate that this might be a bad situation for you. Yeah. I hope. I don't know. I hope and I hate to say out. I hate to say it, but Matthew wouldn't let this happen. Well, Matthew crazy, so... Matthew would have had grown woman out in December. <laughs> or whatever the single is going to be. Or whatever the single's going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it seems like it would be overwhelming to manage Beyonce, even if you are Beyonce. Like, it's just a lot. And so maybe you just need somebody else's help. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I hope it works out for the best, obviously, because I love her. All right, Beyonce. Oh, wait. Let's quickly talk about because I thought I was done. But let's talk about um, these issues between Sierra and Rihanna. Have you been paying attention to this? I mean, in the most vague of ways, I'm not a fan of Rihanna at the moment, so. Well, why? Well, because she's being utterly ridiculous as far as canceling her show dates. Oh, I've heard a lot of that. That whole sickness, blah, 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 but she's still partying business. I just feel like Rihanna's priorities aren't in order. But I did hear a little bit about this mess with Sierra. Not much, Well, hold on. You know that they were saying that they think that this sickness is... Like, because she's pregnant. Yeah, I really hope not. I hope the fuck not. That would be a tragedy. Nobody needs that right now. At all. Like, <laughs> at all. So. My God. But anyway, um, Sierra and Rihanna have had, like, this whole mysterious beef that's been going on for, like, the longest fucking time. I remember when it started on Twitter. That was actually hilarious. I can, I can hardly remember the details of that. I just remember that... Sierra they were said on something. Fashion police. Right. And Sierra said, like, she met Rihanna and Rihanna wasn't nice. Right. Sierra said, you know, Rihanna wasn't that great or whatever. She wasn't very nice to her. And so Rihanna got on Twitter and was like, what's the problem, Sierra? Like, did I not tip you? Or Oh, yeah. And so then it started a whole back and forth. That was actually kind of entertaining at the time. But well, I can't was like believe. Two years ago. Yeah, I was just like, I cannot believe that's still going on. What even happened? Because I don't know. I thought that they had gotten over it or something. I don't really know. But Sierra has been working on her new album, which I don't even I don't even know why they're still letting her do that. But <laughs> she's been working on this new album and promoting shit. And like a couple weeks ago, she did like this acapella version of her new song Body Party in the Bathroom, mm-hmm. trying to give you brandy teas with with like no, no. no brandy vocals. With Cassie you're trying to give brandy tea <laughs> and you're giving like Cassie coffee. Right. And that's nobody's I'm not downgrading myself in that manner. And Cassie's more entertaining at this point. She really is. So. Yeah, I'm prettier. Okay. Anyway, but (laughs) she did a little video and then Rihanna's best friend, Melissa, who I think is a ninja. Oh. Or like an assassin. Okay. But I'll talk more about that later. She uploaded this uh, picture of like her and Rihanna and some other girl in the bathroom, like watching like a video or taking a picture on their phone or something. And she put in the the caption something like "body party acapella laugh out loud." So it was clearly they were shading her right. singing, which I can't blame you. Like, girl, what did you think you were doing? Singing I mean, song but I would love to hear Rihanna try to sing something in a. Bathroom. I was getting to that. I, I mean, was getting to man. that. So this First is, of all, I, again, I don't know what the problem is between these two girls. I think it's something deeper than what everybody knows about. But 
if you go shave this bitch, watch how you're doing it. Right. Because Rihanna's not going to be singing no song in nobody's bathroom. No. Nope. Now one of you girls is here for vocal. No. We have reason <laughs> that we get into each of you. Sierra is pretty. She gives you lots of great choreography. She's right. fun to watch dance. Um, Rihanna is gorgeous. She's trashy fun. She has that not giving a fuck rock star You're probably going to see her tits. You might see her tits at some point. You probably will at least see the underboob. Right. And she gives you great pop music. Right. Neither one of these girls no. is here to serve you a vocal. When I say, man, I would like to sit back and relax and listen to a smooth R&B voice, I do not think to myself, girl, where is Sierra's latest album? Right. Nope, that ain't it. Neither one of you hoes can sing. <laughs> so, so let's not shade one another on the basis of singing. Right. Then one of you whores can sing. <laughs> That's the black bottom line. So that whole thing happens. I think Sierra might have commented and saying that she took it, like she didn't take it from a positive place. Fast forward to like yesterday or two days ago or some shit. Okay. Sierra, um, someone had asked her in an interview, like how she felt about the whole beef with with Rihanna, and mm-hmm. she made some comment like, um, "Rihanna is nuts. I don't know where it's coming from. I've always wished her nothing but the best, and I wish her well. I just don't. Uh, I don't know what it's all about. Like, I really just don't get it. I just wish her all the positivity." Rihanna didn't give a smothered and covered fuck about <laughs> any of that shit because mama came around the corner. Rihanna left a comment under some somebody's Instagram and was like, how you gonna hate from the outside? Thanks for the free promo, sis. When will they start oh asking God. her? She said, when will they start asking her questions about her? Rihanna. I know. Uh, She's so cold-blooded. See. But I live for it. I can't help it. I mean... This is entertaining, but these two people are just so... Right. Ugh. Like, ne- neither one of you is Beyonce. <laughs> so, like... It just all seems, like, so completely ridiculous. Like, don't you have something better to do? Like Again, I do believe that it's something that's going on between the two of them that we don't know what it is. We don't know what it's about. It has to be, because otherwise it's so dumb. Because Rihanna shades her every chance. Somebody also put up a, a, a picture. You know she follows a lot of her fans, which I really like that she does that. Uh-huh. And she someone put up a picture on Instagram that said, like, how did this Rihanna... Sierra thing happened or how did it start mm-hmm. Ariana left a comment under it and was like the numbers they didn't lie <laughs> like she takes every advantage to slice oh. Sierra in half and it, it hurts my feeling because Sierra I really did want her to do well yeah. and I feel like she had you know the op- she had the the chance right. to be like a really great performer and she for whatever the fuck reason just said fuck Jazzy Faye and left Jazzy at Col- Golden Corral I thought she could have been like another Janet Jackson. I really did think that she could have been on her way to be a Janet. No dude. vocals, but, you know, a great show. A great fucking show. Right. And I feel like that's the, you know, direction she wanted. But you know what happened? She befriended Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I, I Kim Kardashian not. ruins every black person that she touches. I do she, not have a problem blaming this on Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian <laughs> ruins every black person that she befriends or dates. Yeah. Well, huh. Look at that. So that might be what it is. Well, when you put it that way. But when she's trying to release all of these new, like, she's releasing another album. And, like, the singles are horrible. I didn't even know she had singles. Right. So it's like. (laughs) They could not have been that great. Who is still allowing you to do this? (sighs) Whatever. I hope y'all girls work it out. But it seems to me like, why would Rihanna even engage in this bullshit? Like, if you can't say nothing else about Rihanna, you can say she's successful. Very. It, by one definition or another. Sierra is just, I mean, the answer is no. Like, if I were Rihanna, I'd be like, this is not even worth my time. I've said, like, two albums ago that Sierra should just do her own version of Darren's Dance Grooves and just forget music. There you go. Because I don't even know why, like, whatever. Hope you guys don't end up, like, ripping each other. Who do you think would win in a fight between Sierra and Rihanna? Well, I think Sierra is probably more muscular than Rihanna. I was going to say. Sierra looks like she works out. Mm-hmm. Rihanna looks like she's smoking. Well, I was going to say that I feel like Sierra probably has, like, larger bone density. Right. I feel like she's just probably naturally stronger. But then also, dancers tend to be freakishly strong. Right. And Rihanna, Lord knows, is not a dancer. She might give she's you a give, slow little hip line or something, yeah. but she ain't really about to bust no damn moves. So, <laughs> so I think Rihanna I'm, might be a little bit more like, girl, 
I feel like if they had come to to blows, I said that if it was like a fair fight, just hands, I feel like Sierra would win. Oh, hands down. But you know, but Rihanna would have street, razor blades right. under her tongue. Rihanna does not fight fair. I can tell. She's West Indian. Right. She doesn't. Rihanna would pick up a Toyota Corolla and <laughs> smash it over Sierra's head. I absolutely agree. If it's a fair fight, you know, fist fight, absolutely. Sierra's going to beat the dog shit out but of But if it's not... If it's no holes barred, right. Rihanna's going to kill her. If you can use accessories, Rihanna's going to murder Sierra <laughs> right. in the first 10 seconds. All right, child. That's the gossip this week. Woo. So now we're going to move on to our letters from our the listeners. So please remember to submit any questions that you would like answered to asktheread at gmail.com. So let's just go ahead and, and dive right in okay. um, to Brianna, who wrote, I'm a 22 year old woman and I'm still a virgin. I'm saving it for marriage and it's becoming increasingly hard for me to date. When I do tell men, they either think I'm lying or playing hard to get. Then when they realize it's not for show, they opt out of speaking to me altogether. In the past, I've tried to perform a little oral sex to keep a man, but my jaw can only take so much, so I quit that. What are your <laughs> thoughts? Hold on. Before you move on, you know how to, to work on that is just to chew gum on the regular. It works out those muscles, and you won't get tired so quickly. What a neat tip that you know. Yeah. That you know. Okay. What are your thoughts, and do you have any advice? So, Brianna's issue is basically that she's trying to save herself and these niggas want the coochie today. Right. Well, Brianna, that's a very common (laughs) problem. Yes, it is. At age 22, I don't know that very many people are still virgins. Um, Even people, I mean, it seems like you may be doing this for religious reasons. Right. Um, And even religious people do not. Like at 22, they're just kind of like, okay, girl. Yeah. So, Brianna, I think you're going to run into some problems there, girl. I don't really know what to say. I feel like you, I mean, you never know when that's going to happen. Um, you never know how, like, I just, I mean, basically what I'm doing at this point is saying that I just kind of don't agree that you should do this. But. <laughs> well, and I don't feel that way. I think it's great that you're saving your, like, if you, no, I do if too. that's what you want to do, because believe me, right now, no matter what anybody tells you, you are saving yourself out of some intense fucking grief. No, this is, when I say that I feel like you shouldn't do it, I mean like, if you at some point meet a guy and are with that guy for a very long time and love that guy and he loves you, but you're not you know, at that place where you're close to marriage, like, there are reasons why I feel like, you know, you should, I guess, be willing to do, unless it's religious reasoning again. You could, but Brianna, I'm telling you. But if it's just some nigga you dating. Sex makes feelings more complicated. It really does. And so you're avoiding a lot of bullshit by not having sex. You really are, no matter what anybody tells you. Oh, shit, you're right. You're avoiding a lot of heartache. So, but, I mean, there's I feel like you should stick to your your morals. Yeah. You're at I mean you're Regardless, age twenty two. Yeah. And it, honestly, if a man only wants to have sex with you sex with you, then you don't need to be with him anyway because you're looking in two totally different directions. Exactly. And if he likes you and then when he finds out you're a virgin and you're not having sex and the other person doesn't like you, then that's the same reasoning. Like is you're just not in the same place. Brianna I just want to quickly let you know that I'm totally here for you and I'm I'm in the same boat. With you. Well, I'm not in the same boat, but I'm like, I see your boat and I appreciate it. And so y'all's, y'all's I'm not saying parallel. that you should give, I'm not trying to say that you should give it up. Y'all's boats are I'm like saying, two ships I think in that night. you should, I think that you should stick to your guns and keep doing what you're doing, but just you're going to meet some guy who's going to totally understand where you're coming from and it will be perfect if you do end up with a guy who just doesn't see it for you because you won't have sex with him. Then that's, again, like Crystal said, it's just not a situation that you need to be in. Right. Definitely don't change yourself or what you believe in because of what some man wants. Exactly. Especially at age 22, honey. Believe me, don't. Right. Just don't, girl. Don't. Good luck. Yeah. And so we have another letter from Max Power. This one's that old. sounds like a, a fake name. I'm I'm certain that it is. <laughs> it sounds like a battery. <laughs> 
I thought he sounded like a gay male porn star. That too. I could see that. So, Max Power, who we've completely desecrated now. <laughs> so, we have to stop making people fun of people's names. All right. So, my cousin and I are pretty much best friends. We're both sickening, by the way. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> I'm dark skinned and she's light. We have our own little read session sometimes. No, no holds barred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whenever she brings up her dark skinned boyfriend or anyone dark skinned, she refers to them as a black ass. I also noticed she acts really light skinned sometimes, <laughs> which I'm sorry, it's totally a thing. It really is, though. <laughs> it's like she makes it a point to say that she's mixed. It really makes me feel some type of way because she does this stuff frequently. I kind of want to say something, but I don't know if I should or if so, how I should go about it. What do you guys think? Well, you can totally have a conversation like that and not make it a bad thing if that's your friend, especially your best friend. Just I mean, not even just best friend, but cousin. Oh, this so, is the cousin. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I missed that. Well, then, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. I just. But I do understand where you're coming from as a dark skinned person myself. Hold it. What? I know how this feels. No, the fuck you don't. And so I think sometimes lighter skinned people. And, and I already know what y'all are going to say. Please relax your light skinned fingers. I know what y'all about to say. <laughs> Y'all about to tweet me and be like, no, because people call me light skin all the time. And people do. I know. I know, girl. I know. But this is not about you right now. Right. I really think that sometimes lighter skin people need to understand that it has always been more hurtful to be referred to um, as dark skin because people hated darker skin. So there was right. a lot more like hate behind those words. And still is. Whereas light skin people were like really praised for their color. Even if people commented on it, it was to say how pretty it was. Right. But if people comment on darker skin, it's always to point out what's wrong with it. So I think sometimes lighter skin people should take into consideration that, you know, calling darker skin people black ass is going to hurt in a way that it wouldn't if another dark skin person said it. There's just a lot of history and sociological stuff tied up in there. So I do see where you come from, Max Power. So if I were you, I think I would sit down with my cousin and be like, listen, I don't really know how to say this to you without it being awkward. But sometimes I feel such and such a way when you say these things. That's what I was saying originally. If it's your cousin and somebody, you know, like you should be able to sit down with that type of person and say how you honestly feel right. without it being like a big situation. Like that's just a, a conversation that you just have with somebody that you care about right. who cares about you. I mean, and so as far as, you know, whether you should do it, like if somebody's making you uncomfortable with the things they say and they care about you, then you should yeah. feel comfortable addressing that situation. And just, I mean, just try to be honest if it helps you again to write it out. I know a lot of people like to start hard conversations that way by like kind of writing a script for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go for it, but definitely have that conversation with her and just be open and let her know what's going on. It'll be fine. Trust yeah, me. it'll be great. The other day, though, <laughs> I don't understand the whole light skin. I mean, I understand the light skin <laughs> versus dark skin, like, whole debacle. I right. get it. I get it, too. And I hate that it has to be this way, but I'm not going to lie. The other day, somebody posted a picture on Twitter, because you know black Twitter is like the worst thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, it really is. It's like worse than cancer. Yeah. And someone put a picture up and said, look, it's a dark-skinned girl going to prom. And it was like a Madagascar hissing cockroach covered oh in rhinestones. And I laughed for like, I want to say half a second. You ain't shit. Because it caught me off guard. Oh, you going to hell. It caught me off guard. That's I'm so... Like, what is wrong with y'all? Like so wrong. And it was a dark-skinned nigga who posted it, just doing shit for retweets. And then you and you laughed at it. Because it caught me off guard. That's like the number one way to get me to cackle. How bad did you feel? I felt like shit. I'm a dark-skinned girl myself. Okay. Now, you know what? I didn't have time for that. I didn't want to. I didn't know. Let us all love each other, from caramel to dark chocolate. But remember, dark chocolate is good for you. <laughs> you just had to put that in there. It damn sure is. Stay okay. pissed about Come it. Come on, black people. All righty. Let's move on. Let us It's move time on. for the read. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. All right. So I told the internet about Kylie. <laughs> Maybe oh. I should have gave 
given her a fake name. Maybe you should have. Oh, girl, this is New York City. The name is Kylie and Ashley. Girl, nobody knows who the fuck I I'm know all about. about Kylie and Ashley, and now I'm glad you guys do, too. So... They're a trip. My roommate has a daughter named Ashley. Ashley's four. I fuck with her. She's cool. Like, she minds her Ashley's business. the homie. Yeah, Ashley's my homegirl. She yeah. shuts the fuck up, and I appreciate that about her. But Ashley has a little cousin. A little cousin... Is Kylie. <laughs> now that I think about it, Kylie is kind of like epic. Like she's kind of legendary. <laughs> anyway, Kylie is two, and I never understood terrible twos. Like I never understood that that saying or that yeah. title until I moved in. Kylie been here before. Definitely. Twice. Yeah. So Kylie, first of all, is Ashley's cousin. And again, she's two. Her mama lives upstairs. And so every now and then, I guess when her mama goes to work and no one else gets like she mm-hmm. stays over there. Kylie, I guess as most two year olds do, <laughs> don't give a fuck about shit. No, they really don't. She looks, she will look you dead in your eyes like you really thought I gave a shit. I don't give a shit about nothing. There is nobody. I mean, nobody on earth more heartless than a human being aged two to four. Completely. They are the worst people on earth. (laughs) They are terrorists and they are in every country. (laughs) They have invaded. They are evil beings. Like everybody who has to work with or be related to or live with a toddler knows there are times throughout the day when you don't want to do anything more than you want to punch that toddler in the (laughs) fucking neck. But then you can't because they're so fucking cute. But then you just want to murder them. But then they are so adorable. Like they are. Oh, my God. Everyone knows that this shit is true. And I've never really like. Tyler's will push you to the edge. So Kylie is like the cutest little girl and the living worst at the exact same time. I believe it. This little girl cries all day. Mm-hmm. If she's not crying, she's punching Ashley in the head. Mind mm-hmm. you, Ashley's two years older than her. <laughs> Or she's putting, like, her little Hello Kitty umbrella in the toilet. Or she's climbing on things and playing with a buzzer. Classy. Or she's just running around the apartment. And I don't know if it's because I live, like, in the hood and our fucking apartments are made out of paper mache. Or I don't know why Mm -hmm. it sounds like a German shepherd running around the apartment when she runs. Like, she sounds, she's so small, but makes all of this noise. Right. It's because the walls are made out of cardboard. Right. So, she really is just, like... Super, super annoying. I mean, I don't even really be outside of my bedroom, right. but like I hear all of this stuff all day long. And so, and then the other thing that she does is every time she sees me, she goes, Hi. Aww. Which is so cute. Right. But then she does it 60 more times. <laughs> she will literally follow me around hi. the apartment and say hi. And I say hi. hi every time. And at least every five times I say hi, she runs to Ashley to go brag that the boy said hi to her. Like, <laughs> Ashley gives a fuck about her. And she's like, her girl, hi. yeah, I know, girl. He says hi. It's a thing that he does. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> calm down. Anyway, There's I just... nothing you can do about Kylie. I know she's driving you crazy. But she's adorable. Like, she really runs that apartment. Nobody tells her shit. That's She toddlers. tells them no to their face. Do you know, do you follow the Honest Toddler on Twitter? No, but I heard a lot about that. That is the funniest damn Twitter account because it's basically this woman who is typing as though she were like a three-year-old mm, yeah. person and it just says the craziest things like that today you know it's, a fucking toddler right, the, the exact things that a toddler would say like today i use my ears and or i use my words and it was okay but tomorrow i'm going back to slapping like <laughs> right things that you know toddlers want to say and it's just so accurate like anybody who has had to be around toddlers for an extended period of time knows they are heartless, man. They are some. But you know what? My read fuckers. wasn't even supposed to be about Kylie. It was supposed to be about <laughs> the kids in this city in general. <laughs> well, please. Like, Kylie is just a lot, and she's just like the cutest little weapon in the world. Okay. But I really wanted to say that I don't understand why so many kids in New York City get away with being that way. Or is it just. The whole country now. Because back in Miami. <laughs> Come on. It's let me tell you Day something. County. The, even if you were an ass at home, you were not an ass in public. You weren't an ass where people who aren't our blood could see it. Right. So 
Parents used to always get their kids together. It was like, much all the, the time. same way in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was the exact same way. So I don't understand why up here kids are straight up telling their parents no to their face in front of strangers and embarrassing the fuck out of you. Because you know I'm looking right. at you crazy. And I, this just it just happened. Like when I grew up, the neighbors could snatch you up and be like, I'm, Talk about I'm taking it. you to your mama and I don't know what the hell has gotten into you. I'm going to whoop your ass on the way to your mama. Right. And then she's going to whoop your ass for what you did and for the fact that I had to whoop your ass. Right. You embarrassed her in front of somebody else. And so she's mad about that. But I know that I grew up in a totally different environment. I grew up in a house on a street. So <laughs> Maybe that's what it so is. So we had space to be away from our neighbors to the point where we weren't sick of them. I feel like there are so many people like in one building in Manhattan, like your your neighbors, it's not really the same type of situation. Like you wouldn't be comfortable with your neighbor you know, disciplining your child because who the fuck knows who that neighbor is? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just not the same. So I know that my experience growing up is different and not even to say but that that's I would still, want that. But that's nothing. But, I mean, no, but that's definitely no the kids in New York City, they just seem to be very evil, like, just deliberately disobedient and just not very well mannered at all. Did I ever tell the Internet the story about them kids that were like maybe preteens, maybe 13, 14 years old who yeah. all got on the train as a group and were like cussing at the police officer and oh, one of yeah. them kids wanted to fight the cops. Right. And like then, trying to swing on a police officer. Have you lost your mind? What? Like, who are you? So I can't even like, I can't even... I used to just drag the kids. Right. But now I know that it's not even, it's not your fault. Right. Where is your, where where are your parents? This is, right, this is parenting. This is a problem with parenting, and I don't know. Actually, the day that that happened, I said that I'm going to start a nonprofit, and it's going to be called Who the Fuck Raised You, <laughs> and I'm so serious. You ought to get that in motion, because. Who the fuck raised you? Like, I don't. And when I see the little kids, when I see the babies getting away with it in front of their parents, I'm like, right. oh, so this is why they end up right. growing up and burning something the fuck down, because you didn't whoop their ass. It can't. It can't be single parenting. It can't be poverty because those exist everywhere. Everywhere. It's something about and, New York City. Right. I don't know what it is, though. Someone got pissed at me the first time that I mentioned this not too long after I moved here for saying that. And I was like, and they were making up all of these things saying like, oh, well, it happens here, too. And it happens there, too. I'm like, no, th- there's <laughs> like there's no excuse for for what because where I come from, these things don't happen. Right. <laughs> so like and they don't happen so very often. So. <laughs> I mean, there's single mothers in Miami. Right. There's single mothers in Kansas. There's right. single mothers in fucking Germany. They're everywhere. There's poverty everywhere. Everywhere. In every state. There's lack of education, like, pretty much everywhere. So I don't understand why. And yet, these kids still have common goddamn sense. every city I've ever been in, there's something about these people in New York. I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know. I and then if they're that. not, like refusing to discipline their kids and they're just letting them do wild shit that is like what like i was on the train the other day and this these women had this parents yeah it was a a mom and a dad Mm -hmm. and they had these twins who had to be like maybe three or four years old one of them was sitting on the ground one of them was sitting on the floor in the train the other one was licking i don't even have to say anything else it's the train the so other they one just was didn't licking want that one. the pole. <laughs> Yo, they just didn't want that kid anymore. They didn't even try what? to stop him. Like, yeah, you don't even want that baby. Like, like you were just like, we're over you it. don't want. Like the it was the girl was on the floor and the little boy was licking the pole. So clearly they favor the girl because the worst thing that happened to her is that she just gets like maybe a flesh eating bacteria <laughs> that they can <laughs> kill if they're quick enough. But. That little boy who just licked that pole is gone. <laughs> like, like, I'm certain he didn't survive for more than 12 hours after that. How? What? Like, I mean, really, I think those parents ought to be charged with, like... Negligence right, or Murder in the second degree or something. Child that just abuse? wasn't right. Like, you can't just let your baby <laughs> kill itself like that. Even today, I was walking down one... I don't know. I was somewhere in Harlem. And I saw this mom and her son. And again, this son had to be... No older than three. Hmm. And it was clear that they bleached that child's hair. Oh my God. Can you do that? To a it was like a little like a little Dominican family. Oh. Well, it was just the mom and son, but yeah. it was very, very, very clear that they bleached his hair. Okay. And I'm like, can what? Why would you do that? Like, do you people not love your children? 
Like, it just seems like it would be a lot of chemicals to put your baby around. Um, I don't understand I don't it. I don't either. Maybe somebody can help us, like, figure it out, tweet us to it. I mean, I'm sure it's real stressful raising a child in this city. It's gotta but be. But that doesn't mean that you have to just let them die. I don't know. It's something. Parenting. We need more of it. <laughs> we need to talk about it. <sighs> anyway. Of things we need to talk about. I don't like the way that sounded. No, I'm just saying, this has been a really shitty week for America. Oh, yes. As a country, we have just been failing a lot, like pretty much every single day this week. Um, And so today I want to talk about CNN and how they misidentified the Boston Marathon. Again, they call them what? They call them dark-skinned. Dark-skinned individuals. Dark-skinned individuals. Then this turned out to be completely false, and they got completely ran through by every (laughs) other outlet. No astroglide. And then today it came out, like photos of the suspects came out, and they are lily white. (laughs) (laughs) Ivory bitch. Them niggas are pure as the driven snow. (laughs) So... And then I think Fox News allegedly said, well, I'm not even going to say allegedly because I'm sure they said this, but they said, like, they look Caucasian, but possibly are mixed with Hispanic. So, right. Like, like, they were just they were so dead on so to not take that L. To be, like, not all the way white. I think MSNBC, not MSNBC, CNN again. CNN said something like you can't tell from the tape whether they're Americans like oh yeah exactly what do you think an American looks like (laughs) do you know how there's like 300 million Americans are we all I'm sorry what that was like the worst (laughs) it really was like but but basically so CNN when I was coming up CNN was like the shit it was exactly. like your local news might, you know, talk about whatever in the motherfuck, but shit was real if it was on CNN. Right. I had an uncle who like basically stand for CNN. <laughs> it was all he watched. And he would tell us like, oh, I'll come play with y'all when CNN is off. Knowing good and damn well, CNN don't go off. Like he <laughs> he ain't looking nothing but CNN. And so I, I grew up basically as CNN was like a really respected news source. And now... CNN is basically TMZ and Bossip and Media Takeout with the CNN logo on it's top. So like, worst. I can forgive a lot of shit, CNN, but this was just. Who CNN the fuck? used to be the place where when you saw them say it, then okay. Right. It then it was like, okay. But now it's like, I don't know if it's the digital age and people just want to be first and they want to get retweets on Twitter or they want Facebook likes. I don't know what Twitter the is. is more so the CNN in, in terms of that now because right. that's where most people hear news first. So I just, I mean, I really just am disgusted by a lot of news outlets. It's not even CNN. Yeah. Um, like just CNN, but that was just like, how could you be so soundly wrong? Like, who was your source? Who made this decision? Like, this network. They were literally, like, the opposite of what you said. However, um, I have a little... Now, you know, a few weeks ago, I said some stuff about hypocrisy and how I really hate it. Mm-hmm. So, someone who writes or works... I know I what should you're say, say. Yeah. Someone who works for Global Grind got on Twitter after this whole CNN debacle and said... Oh, shit. <laughs> yep, yep. You see these, you see this gasoline mm-hmm. and these matches because I'm burning this bridge. <laughs> Somebody who works for Global Grind said, "What is happening to our media?" And then hashtagged all the major news networks. Here's the problem, sis. <laughs> you work for motherfucking Global Grind. Now let me be the last bitch to disrespect somebody's hustle. Let me be the last one, because I know them ad dollars is looking right on GlobalGrind.com. I know they are. However, baby, <laughs> you don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of in this conversation, because Global Grind is way too big of a media outlet for them to be as fucking irresponsible as they are with their information. They are horrible. <laughs> horrible about printing actual news that is not gossip or like extremely misleading or just outright rumors they're awful about it they're terrible so i mean really everybody was you know clowning cnn like all the other networks were getting their digs in and it was cool 
But girl, <laughs> it's just, it's not okay if you work for global grind to try to snatch CNN's journalistic wig. Come on now, girl. <laughs> Go to your homepage and just take a look. Like, the, the, read your content, sis. You, you don't have no space here for that. So, <laughs> I say all that to say. I really think that for whatever reason, we've sort of turned to the society where we feel like we can say things about people who are better versions of what we're trying to do. And I don't know how that happened, but if I see it on the Internet, I'm coming for you. It's like Taco Bell laughing at Wendy's or somebody and saying, oh, you don't use real meat. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but girl. That's exactly what that's like. What about that squirrel that's like, you over there, Cricket? I'm sorry, what? That's like Rihanna accusing Beyonce of lip syncing. <laughs> like, who would go to your show if you didn't lip sync, Rihanna? Girl, what do you even mean? Like, what are you even saying right now? Oh, God. Anyway. Anyway. My heart... And prayers go out to everyone in Boston. And I don't know if they're still, I mean, I'm sure they're still um, allowing folks to donate blood and do all that crazy shit. Um, Boston and Chicago, where like half the city's underwater, like there's hella flooding going on. And Waco, Texas, where a plant blew up yesterday and just. The devil has been trying to come for this week for some reason. He has, but. Child, I bind that demon in the name. He can eat a dick. <laughs> I don't have time for this bullshit. Because he can have this joy. Because even people who crossed that the um finish line at the Boston Marathon after that explosion happened, they say it continued to run another two miles to, to the, the hospital, hospital to donate blood. Yeah. So no, you can't have these people's joy. No, Satan, you can go gobble a dick. We got this. Did you see the video of that explosion in I Texas? really wish I hadn't, but yes, I did. That was terrifying. You know, this is historically I haven't even seen an explosion week. so big like that in a movie. This is a bad week overall. Like, so many things. Like, the Columbine shooting happened this week. The Oklahoma City bombing happened this week. All right. Like, a lot of horrible shit has happened during this week, so. And people the are The last not. time some shit went down in Waco... That whole thing, the Ranch Davidian thing. Um, oh, my God. Wow. Damn. Okay. People are already whispering about some of this shit being conspiracy. Oh, you know it. I don't have time for that bullshit either, I but. hate the conspiracy thing. girl. But whatever. So that was kind of your read. Yeah, that was it. I just, I mean, I just don't even, I'm still boggled. This was like two days ago, and I'm still completely stunned at this person who tried to come for CNN when they work for Global Grind. Like, girl. <laughs> Okay, girl. Global Rind was the Keisha Cole of today. They were. Sorry. Oh, well. Sorry, not sorry. Okay, so that is our show for this week. There we go. Um, Really quickly, I'd like to shout out Beats by Dre for providing us with the wonderful headphones that we're using for the show now. Yeah, these, I mean, they're just incredible. I didn't even know that Kid Fury sounded like this. I didn't know that you sounded like this. Either. I heard a whole nother voice. I heard so much more country. Yes. Yeah, so, what? No. What? No, you didn't. You'll listen back to this episode. Anyway, thank you so much, Beats. Thanks, by Dre. Beats by Dre. Y'all are awesome. Um, do you have anything you'd like to say before we wrap this up? No. Other than I love you guys and thanks so much. Keep sending me your words have meanings stories people tweet me how all of a sudden they're using this phrase now when they're getting into arguments with people to like shut it down like no but words mean things and what you said wasn't what you meant so blah blah and this is over send those to (laughs) crystal's tumblr so she can like post them and we can all see them yes yes send those to my tumblr crystal.tumblr.com um yeah because i really love those stories like they're everything okay well i'm kefiri so furious.com the YouTube, youtube.com slash the Fury TV. I wish you could change your YouTube channel name. The Fury, you don't like the Fury TV? No, I wish it was Kid Fury TV, uh, but whatever. Um, hmm. Follow us on Twitter at Kid Fury Crystal tomorrow, or well, today. Crystals. <laughs> oh, Crystals. At the end. Well, yeah, you still have to drag that bitch around yeah. your name. Mm, mm, mm. Let's not, let's not get started. Let's talk about that another time. Okay. 
Um, follow us on Twitter. Today I will be, or tonight rather, I'll be at the Harlem School of Arts. Tonight being Friday. Yeah, tonight being Friday. I mean, clearly that's not the day that we recorded this, but um, I'll be at um, the Harlem Theater of the Arts, I believe, um, for the Look Upon Our Lowliness play that I've been hearing is really, really good. Mm-hmm. It starts at 8 p.m. after the play. Um, there'll be an open discussion that I believe is called Scared of Beautiful, which is being hosted and coordinated or moderated by Amir from SlayNewYork.com. I will be sitting on that panel with some other gays, and we're going to talk about relationships and stuff. So if you're anything like Crystal, maybe you shouldn't come because you'll probably shoot yourself. <laughs> she's already looking like, why is this happening? So there's no, that. No, it sounds amazing. Okay, girl. So there's that. Please come on out. Tickets are 18 bucks. We can powwow afterwards. <laughs> and there's that. For 18 bucks, you damn well better powwow afterwards. Nigga, are you kidding? They're paying the $18 to see the show. Oh, I thought they were paying $18 to talk to you. Girl, what? No. That's <laughs> what to say, nigga. You better be doing pictures. Cake. Punch. <laughs> nigga. Autograph headshots. Everything, nigga. $18. Anyway, that's the night. Come on out if you can. Um, I do actually have a little bit of common sense. So if you want to read the things that I write, you can do that on crystal.com. And otherwise, I have nothing to say. Thanks so much for listening and being fantastic. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.